Hello, friends. Welcome to Level Up with Debbie Neal. I am your host. There is nowhere I would rather be than right here, right now with you. This podcast is all about leveling up in all aspects of our lives. Thank you for being here. I am so grateful. I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Together, we are leveling up. You ready? Happy Monday, my beautiful Level Up fam. Last week, we spoke about happiness, and that's something that most of us search for and chase our entire lives. Happiness, you know, guess who has the ability to make you happy? You! Happiness is an inside job, and once we realize that, our outside world changes. So I am always reading many books many of them at the same time. And I believe a few episodes back, we were talking about the miracle equation by Hal Elrod. And it's literally life. It's the exact formula I use to build my business. And it's one of those books that you could read a thousand times and it's a light bulb moment all over again. So often we look around, right? We look up, we wonder what more we could do. We wonder why we aren't where we desire. And then boom, you read something like this and you're like, oh, oh, okay. Maybe I should take a good hard look inside of me. Maybe it's time to get real with myself. Maybe we need a little one-on-one kick our own ass moment, okay? So today's message is inspired by this book, And in fact, it's, I don't even know where in the book, you know, I I read, I take a million notes, I've got a million things. So I always want to make sure that I give credit where it's due because I don't know which part of this is from there. Okay. But there's so many lessons in this book and it's, it's priceless actually. So today we're going to take a deeper look into goals. Okay. You're here to level up. I'm here to level up and we have so much inside of us dying to come out. And it's time to create and build the life of our dreams. And it starts with with bringing this stuff out, okay? We have dreams and we have grand visions for our life. We imagine what is possible. Sometimes we even set goals. And I stress the word sometimes because quite honestly, not everybody does. They talk about what they want, but without a goal, it's it's a wish. It's it's a fantasy. And, and sometimes we set goals and then sometimes we set action plans because you might be, or you might know somebody who has a goal without an action plan and you guys, that's useless. Okay. But few people actually set meaningful goals. So you know the way I talk to you guys. Okay. I say it like it is. So if you are one of those people, like let's really take a real listen and, and, and let's dive deeper and move our goals to meaningful goals that cause us to move right? Because few, so a few people set meaningful goals and then even fewer people achieve them, right? And it's like that with anything in life. You could look at a new year's resolution, okay? And most people that set new year's resolutions by the end of January, they don't even remember what their new year's resolution was. But in the moment when the ball's dropping, when we've got champagne, we're setting these things, we're on fire, But the sad truth is most people's real life never matches their grand vision. So I'm going to ask you this. 
how would you show up in your life and in your success if you knew you couldn't fail? What if you knew that every single goal you attempted, you'd bring to life, you'd create, you'd have that result? Would this knowing change the way you approach your goals? Would you shoot higher? Would you take more risks? Would you feel more motivated? Of course you would. I mean, let's be honest. Putting in time and effort without any kind of guarantee to most feels like a waste of time. You guys, this is when the one percenters in life, I don't care what industry you're in, what profession, it's that decision. It's so easy to want something, to dream about it, to, to see others do it. But are you, I'm going to ask you this question. I want you to think about it as we spend time together. Are you willing to put in as much time and as much effort as it takes to achieve what you desire without a guarantee that you're going to do it? But here's the thing. I believe there is a guarantee. That's you. That's you. You have the ability to say, I'm going to do this until, right? When our goals begin to feel out of reach or, or they feel as if they're taking too long, gosh, what do most people do? They sit back in comfort. Oh my gosh. I put in like, I put in effort for like three days straight and I haven't seen the results I want. I'm going to chill. Or like, I worked really hard to achieve this goal and, and I'm not growing from here. Like I, I, need, I need to relax a little bit. Better yet, better yet. It's easier to collect information from other people that you're justified to sit back. You guys, you could do this, okay? But then you might be listening to the wrong podcast because the title is Level Up, right? And so it's all about having bigger conversations and higher expectations. It's time to remove the comfort to improve your relationship with goals, to redefine the purpose of your goal, and to remove fear of failure that we all have to overcome. Average people, again, you're not average, they shoot for low-hanging fruit in business, in success, in relationships, in life. Most people don't focus on what is possible. They focus on average. They focus on what's normal. They focus on what the, the people around them, right? Or maybe your blueprint or maybe your family. Maybe nobody's ever done anything like that before. And who are you to think you can? Most people focus on what's probable, comfort, safe goals. Gosh, people don't want to be vulnerable. What if I put myself out on that skinny branch and I don't do it? Oh, but what if you do? So people focus on probable goals, average goals, bare minimum, like bare minimum. What are you going for this month? Wherever you are in your level of success, what are you going for? Because if you don't have something that you're going for with all your heart and soul, where's the path you're on? What's the journey? What's your deadline? What's your goal? What do you believe you can achieve this month? Actually reaching the goal isn't the true value. It's who you become through the process. The real purpose of every single goal you set is to develop yourself into the person who can consistently set goals and achieve goals. The goal is to develop your mindset into a miracle maven. 
You want to apply the miracle maven equation. I don't know if this is something that hell came up with or if that was even two words before his book, but I love it. You want to apply the miracle maven equation to each goal over and over. The more you do it, the better you become like anything in life. Once we understand the true purpose of a goal, we realize that we cannot fail. Who we are becoming is always more important than what we are doing. Yet the irony is that what we are doing determines who we are becoming. As long as we maintain the faith and the belief, right, and the mindset, and we put forth the effort in every single goal, what's going to happen? We will always learn. We will always grow. And we will always become more capable than we were before, which is the goal. So I talk about this all the time. Love the obstacles. You guys, I have failed my way to success. Failure is a fundamental part of the learning process. In fact, failure is only failure unless we don't learn from it, right? Failure is only failure if you quit. All the failures along the way, they're leading you to the next level of you. When you approach goals this way, even if you miss a target, you will never fail to achieve your highest purpose. And final moments of the goal, oh my gosh, this is when the miracles happen. This is when the results happen. And you know what, you guys, this is for the elite. It's for the few, because you want to know something? Most people don't ever reach the final moments of a goal. So let me give you an example. Let's say you have, your your business is run on month to month, right? You set monthly goals. Ah, At the beginning, What happens on the first? New Year's resolution, right? Your year might be 31 days. I'm putting out the New Year's resolution. I'm doing this. It's happening. So by the 15th, no matter what you do for for a living, 50% of the people, they're done. They're done. They're already, instead of playing to win, they're playing not to lose. They're playing to get by. They're playing to be safe. They're playing to be average. They're justifying themselves. And they never get to the final moment. They never get that opportunity to cross that finish line and win because they stop playing a win, right? So the final moments of a goal is when miracles happen. They come in the last week, the last day, and my friends, the last hour. And I talk about this in much greater depth in my Power of a Close podcast, right? Which is episodes back. Most people give up along the way. Only those who are committed to maintaining their belief, maintaining their faith, maintaining their mindset, and putting forth the effort no matter what, no matter what, until the last second, until that buzzer goes off, okay? That's when your miracles come to fruition. The final moments are what bring you to the next level in life. They are. And isn't it amazing? 99% of the people don't ever get to that final moment. They don't. And so how amazing it is that you have the power to make that decision. Average are willing until goal is met. And, and, and this is why we want to be more in love with the process and the goal, because now what happens? So let's say you meet your goal. Now what? Now what? You, you know how many people, amazing people I've watched attain a goal and they go backwards and they're looking around? Oh, I wonder why. Why do they go backwards? Here's the thing. Okay. It's not your company. It's not your team. It's not your profession. It's your faith and effort, period, the end. Okay. So if any of you were wondering, boom, I just gave you the answer. 
Okay. Here's the thing. On average, we are thinking 50 to 60,000 thoughts a day. And the majority of our thoughts are repetitive. Our thoughts create our identity. Whatever we think about, we bring about, right? And whatever we bring about creates our reality. You are as capable or as incapable as you think you are. The possibilities for you, for your success, for the next level of your life are as limitless or as limited as you think they are. It's all how you look at it. As long as we, as long as we think about things like what's on our schedule, what needs to be done, what other mundane thoughts do I have, what other small thoughts can keep me busy, right, from moving me forward to the life we desire, we give ourselves little to no time to clarify who we need to become to achieve it. So as a result, what happens? We remain the same. You know, when you keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result, that's insanity. So as a result, we remain the same when we keep thinking the same thoughts. We are confined to the same possibilities or lack of them. The reality is when we're The reality is where we are right now has been created by the thoughts we have allowed to consume our minds and enter our hearts. To improve our life, it begins with improving what we think about. Miracle mavens see themselves better than they have ever been before. When you do this, you realize what you have and what you haven't done in the past. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter if you've set goals and you haven't achieved them. It doesn't matter if you haven't done what you said you were going to do. It doesn't matter if you've achieved tons of goals in the past. It's what you're thinking right now, what you're thinking right now. And when you take control of your thoughts and you own that responsibility, you understand how to improve your life. And so In this book, I love how he talked about, I'm a numbers person, okay? So he gave this example that he set out to do $200,000, I believe it was $200,000 in one year, like little to no people. It was no people. I I want to say there was five people in his company. He was a Cutco rep, okay? So the purpose was more than the goal. His primary purpose was to develop the qualities that would enable him to achieve anything in life, right? Because how you do anything is how you do everything. He also met several other goals. So here's my point. So many times we think, right, if we put a big goal out there in our professional life, that other things are going to fall to the wayside, right? That our personal life might suffer. And quite honestly, it's the opposite. You develop discipline. This is why like busy people, and I don't mean like busyness, but people who have a lot going on in their lives They have discipline to get it all done. So you develop the discipline to do it all. Without a clear goal, we lack the focus and we lack discipline. Other things fell to the wayside when you waste time thinking versus taking action. When you become focused and intentional on a single goal with the belief, with the faith, and you're willing to do whatever it takes, you know what happens? You achieve other goals along the way because you're just expanding in every sense of the word. So you know what? Here's like, here's like the aha thing. When he set out that goal and it was to double his sales, right? 
because his original goal was 100,000 and then he doubled it to 200,000 after he did the 100,000. And he's thinking, gosh, how, how would I do that? Okay. He doubled the calls he made. He doubled the process regardless of the emotion and the outcome. And as a result, he hit $205,000. And I love that because at that point, it was more, the value wasn't in the $205,000 in sales he created. The value was that he believed he could do anything, right? So there was this quote, your work life is divided into two distinct areas, what matters most and everything else. You will have to do what matters to the extremes and be okay with what happens to the rest. Professional success requires it. And so when I read that quote, I could remember building and having big goals. And I, you know, when I started really as an entrepreneur, my twins were one and a half. My son, Tyler, was four. So Bailey and Ryan were one and a half. I always say the twins, but they have names. Bailey and Ryan. Tyler was four. Brooke was six. I was watching seven kids under the age of five and, and I was putting an extraordinary effort to a goal that was so important and huge to me. And you know what, you guys? Some things did fall by the wayside. I Laundry was piling up, right? And there was one point that I took all the underwear and the socks that I had in laundry, I threw them in the garbage, and I ordered new ones, right? And so there was times I could remember having this gigantic goal in October and and my husband coming home and saying, the kids, I have this little table in my kitchen. Any of you have like little kids and you've got like a little table next to the big table. So they're all sitting there and they were having chocolate. Okay. And it was October and they were so happy. And I was like, oh, this is protein. This is dairy. This is good. They're so happy. That was their lunch. And some people were like, oh my gosh, that is a terrible mother thing to do. But you know what, you guys, I had to focus on the extremes and be okay with the rest. My professional success required it. And I was building my life for my children. So I had to be okay with some of the things that kept me busy, laundry and some other things to just go to the wayside for a period of time to, to build certain areas of my life. Average, you're trying to achieve several goals all at once. And as a result, we fail to prioritize our goals. As a result, we stay busy, make some progress. We miss targets and we feel overwhelmed. The more goals we set, we're less likely to achieve what matters most to us if we're not crystal clear what's your highest priority, right? We stay on the path of the least resistance and we allow our busyness to get in the way of our limitlessness. You know, so pick your, your most important goal. What will make the most significance in your life? What is your top priority? So, you know, here's some things I took out of this book. And so he made a list of like basically asking the readers to choose what's your top priority in your life. And some of the choices were health and fitness, family, friends, work, money, fun, personal development, spirituality, contribution. So maybe you're thinking this because I was thinking this when I made this list until I broke it down. After looking at the list, like, my family is more important than my work. So how, if they're going to ask me this list, of course, I'm going to choose my family. What's my number one thing? So I want to share my perspective with you, if that's okay, right? So I'd like to speak from my experience and possibly share some wisdom as I look at that list. Because of my business, I didn't choose my business over my family. I chose it because of my family. One of my most proudest accomplishments 
is the ability to pay for my children's college without them having to take any student loans. Okay. What, so you might have something that, that, that means something to you that you're working towards. And you guys, I got to be frank with you. I worked my ass off for that. I didn't choose my business over my family. I chose it because of my family. I could have looked my kids in the face and said, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to go out and build my business all those years because I just, I wanted to be there for every moment and every game and every night to make you dinner. Or I could, I could see the joy on their faces when they didn't have to take out student loans, right? I chose it because of my family. Going on vacations brings me joy. It brings my family joy. Let's be really real friends. These things cost money. Don't allow your why to become your excuse. And don't you dare, if you are truly committed, justify that you don't want to work because you, you, you're putting your family first. Build it for them. You are teaching them life lessons. You are showing them how to set goals. You're showing them how to go for it. You're showing them how to stretch. You're showing them how to become more. You're showing them how to commit. You're showing them how to, you know, have faith. You're backed with a decision and you're showing them what action looks like. Anyone could use words. Show them. I didn't choose my business over my friends. Okay. I chose my business because of my friends. Now, I can't speak for all, and but here's with some of the things that was going on when I was a stay-at-home mom, and I loved every minute of go, you know, being home with my kids. But you know, we'd go out to lunch all the time, and I love going out to lunch. But you know what happened at some of those get-togethers? There was a lot of small conversations. There was a lot of negativity. People were complaining about jobs. They were complaining about their commute. They were complaining about money. You guys, we become a sum of the five people we hang around with the most. I wanted more. Do you know how many conversations went something like this? Okay. I went shoe shopping and I'm going to hide them from my husband. Okay. Or I went to home goods and I'm going to hide the bags from my husband. Or I have Amazon deliveries coming today and I want to get them before my husband sees them. You guys, it was those type of conversations. That was a line in the sand for me. I'm not saying anything is wrong with those conversations to each their own, but they were not for me. I'm not hiding anything from anyone. I decided to build a professional life that forced me to level up my expectations. I'm a boss and there wasn't anything I was hiding under my bed from anyone. I didn't choose my business over fun. I chose my business because it was fun. I love growing. I love empowering others. I love expanding. I love speaking. I love connecting with others. I love learning. I love falling. I love the road less traveled. I don't want to travel with the masses. I want to travel with the elite. My business grew my personal development. It grew my faith. My friends, there was a point in my life where I lost my faith. And if you go back and you listen to my very first podcast where I shared my background story, maybe you can find the time in my life where my faith dwindled. Building the life I have today took believing in something bigger than myself. It led me back to my faith. I didn't choose my profession over my faith. They came together like the perfect team. Without my faith, I would not be where I am today because I believe God is my source. So because of my business, I can contribute. I was hyper-focused on a goal. 
so I could achieve all of my other goals in life. My why propelled me to develop the qualities of a miracle maven, a champion. Don't back away when your goal is intimidating. It should scare you. It should get you out of your comfort zone. It should force you into a new way of being. When your goal is clear, it becomes a mission. When you are on a mission, you have a higher purpose. A goal is fun. A goal becomes fantasies. You know, I had this incredible leader on my team and one of my dearest friends, Wendy, and she used this analogy recently. Average are la-di-da about their business and they're la-di-da about their success. Like if it's meant to be, it's going to happen. I'm just going to keep going. When it happens, it'll be the right time. That is what a goal looks like to most people. La-di-da, la-di-da. They're tiptoeing through the tulips. And when you're on a mission, you're not tiptoeing through the tulips. You're like a stealth plane plowing through the through the crops. You're, you're a champion training in the dark. There isn't anything la-di-da about your business, your goals, or your success. A mission implies a different level of commitment. Goals, right? There are many things we want to accomplish. I have a goal of this. I have a health goal, right? A financial goal, a success goal. We just slap a bunch of things on a piece of paper. But mission It's the one thing we are committed to accomplishing no matter what, right? So let's talk about long-term goals for a minute because to most people, that's too much time. If you set like a goal in a year, it's too much time because most people, they don't have the discipline yet to create about it. Think about it. What did you declare that you would create this year, right? So by doing the, you're going to be listening to this podcast a different time every year, depending on when people listen. But right now we're almost five months into the year. That is almost halfway through the year. When we give ourselves so much time, we put off our sense of urgency. We end up thinking we have plenty of time. Most do it each month. Treat every single day like the close. If you want a bigger business, set aside time to build it. Treat it with respect. Treat it like you are the CEO of your business. You guys, if you want people to treat your business with respect, it starts with you, right? So if you want a, if you want a bigger business, you have 100% control over it. Make more calls. Work harder than anybody else out there. Send messages. Set up appointments. And you guys, without an excuse, like when people give excuses, you might make choices. I've made choices in my business. I've made choices and I know that they're the reason why I haven't achieved certain things, but those are my choices. You need to be okay with your choices. So you want to be setting these big goals without an excuse, without anyone pushing you. Who do you surround yourself with? Do you surround yourself with people who make excuses? Do you surround yourself with people that set goals and they never get anywhere? Guess what? You're not going to gain any motivation from them. They're not forcing you to level up. You're shrinking down. You're hanging out at their level and you're giving yourself permission to stay where you are. Look for people who are in alignment with where you are going. Surround yourself with people who are equally committed to fulfill their potential and achieving significant goals. People who will hold you accountable for doing what you said you were going to do. Make your mission public. It's easy to let yourself off the hook. I looked my family in the face. I looked my babies in the face 
And I said, this is what mama is doing. This is why I'm doing it. And I wasn't even going to think about it not achieving my goals. They're watching me. You have people watching you. Setting a mission helps you prioritize your time. It creates discipline. When it matters, you make time. When it doesn't, you make an excuse. It's actually that simple. You know, this is something that I do to myself all the time. If I say, oh, I was going to do this, but then this happened, I'm like, Deb, why don't you repeat after yourself? It just wasn't a priority or you would have done it. And when I say that, I'm like, hmm, that didn't feel so good. So the next time you make an excuse, why don't you just say this? It just wasn't a priority, so I didn't do it. My friends, do you realize how possible you are? Isn't it empowering to know you can apply as much effort as you want? Dig your heels in. Roll up your sleeves. Take a good look in the mirror and be on a mission. Be different. Separate yourself. Like, I'm pumped. I, I, I hang up from these episodes with you guys and I'm pumped to get to work. I'm on this journey leveling up with you. I'm certainly not above you. I'm beside you every single step. I'm talking into myself as well, right? So next week, we're going to even expand more on this. And we're going to kind of get into believing in our success so much that we're unstoppable. So much that even if other people doubt us, it can't even, it doesn't even have an effect on us. Nothing can cloud our vision because we are so bulletproof. So I love you, my friends, and I will talk to you Monday.